What's up and welcome to Champions of Lore, a show about all the kick-ass stories being asked of Isle Champions' coolest campaigns and characters. Every Wednesday at 11 a.m. Pacific Standard Time here on twitch.tv slash Games, or later on your favorite podcast service, B. Dave Walters and Aaron M. Evans talk about all the Idle Champions lore that's fun to know about. If you're here with us live in the chat, you can leave a question that I, Trevor Bettis, will ask them later in the show. But until then, Aaron, B. Dave, take it away. Hi, I'm Aaron M. Evans. And make sure my mic's not muted. <laughs> uh, I'm a content designer for Idle Champions of the Forgotten Realms. And I'm also the author of the Brimstone Angels Saga, six-book series set in the Forgotten Realms that features three of your favorite Idle Champions champions, Frida Havilar and Mahen. Yeah. Also play Sicilia on Dungeon Scrollers. It is I, B-Dave Walters. I had to make sure that I wasn't muted because I'm sure I'm going to mess it up at least once. Um... <laughs> I say words about things all over the interweb where refined streaming content can be located. I'm creative director for Demiplane and lead developer for Into the Motherlands and all sorts of stuff that I forget to mention because I'm like, oh, that old thing that normally would take up all of a person's week? Yeah, no, sure, great, yeah. What what he definitely isn't is sleeping. Um... <laughs> definitely not one of three clones. It's, I mean... <laughs> There are only 12 Cylon models, okay? Shh, number two. Yeah. 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 That, that uh, guy, number two. <laughs> also, I will say for chat that it does seem that the dreaded uh, uh, desyncing of video and audio has infected this show as well. Uh, so bear with us. I don't know what the heck it is. I'm just going to start <laughs> punching Zoom and export until they work. Mm -hmm. Um. So. I, I mean, it's I've like yet you to can use several powerful wizards to fix it. <laughs> I've, I've yet to encounter a problem that violence couldn't solve. Here's the thing. You know, normally, normally, uh, I, I feel bad for our audio listeners, which is a valid way to consume our media, but they miss out gazing upon your beautiful faces. But this week, this week, they're missing out on our Wes Craven-esque Hellraiser-ish sink of, like, lips moving to talking later. Yeah. This all happens because they brought Pinhead back for a video game. I'm telling they you. They did. Yeah. They did. Mm-hmm. How, it's because they invoked they invoked him. How dare they? Uh, in the same week, they got rid of Stranger Things. That's neither here nor there. Uh, <laughs> we're here to talk about Agaron's Day uh, and uh, and and what, the original Black Staff. Um, so essentially, we're 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 back talking about Waterdeep a bit here. Uh, Agaron's Day is a holiday that I think is really only celebrated in Waterdeep. Yeah. Um, I mean, it would make sense. It'd be weird if Neverwinter was like, yo, I love that lord in that right. other place. It's like <laughs> celebrating President's Day in Belgium. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah. Like, do we get the day off at least? <laughs> no? All right. Um, yeah, so so who who was Agaron? So Agaron was a powerful wizard. Uh, he was the first open lord of Waterdeep. Um Way back, way, way back in the day. Um, he's the one who created the Dragon Ward that we talked about previously, which prevents dragons from entering Waterdeep uninvited without causing them severe distress, uh, potentially <laughs> causing allergies in Dragonborn. That's canon agnostic, but pretty cool. Um, and also, he is the one who created the Dragon Staff, which is the tool that lets you say, okay, dragon, beep, you're okay. Oh, I didn't know that there was a dragon staff. Oh, yes, there is a dragon huh. staff. It features prominently in the Godcatcher and in, I believe, uh, what are the dragon heights, which might be a spoiler. I don't know. I don't. Well, if it is, I totally missed that, and my players apparently didn't get that part of the story. Uh. Fair enough. <laughs> 
Um, yeah, the, the, he was, uh, it says here in the, the wiki that he was born in uh, 920 DR, which is like what? God, how long? 500, 500 years? 500 years. You're 1490-ish is what it is. Yeah, so ish, almost 600. Until, until it isn't-ish. <laughs> <laughs> it's been a while. It's been a yeah. minute. Yeah, he's it, been a Although, I mean, he's not not still alive, even though I'm pretty sure he's dead, which still means he's not not alive. Yeah. I mean, in D&D, no one's really dead. <laughs> right. Especially when you're a wizard. Yeah. Um, and it said that he was uh, he was born on Midsummer's Night, uh, which is the, an event that we just had. So, mm. uh, and that uh, legend says that the symbol of Mistra was glowing in the sky at the time of his birth. That's pretty Ooh. handy if you're going to become a powerful wizard politician. <laughs> it's I almost mean, like it's almost like Mister was like it's dibs. Like propaganda. I mean, it's 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 equal parts. I mean, Mistra is not known for her subtlety, so Fair it's point. equally valid that it's just something you made up, that you're like, Mistra smiled upon me as I was born on a high holy day, or Mistra being like him over there. That one. You know, <laughs> that kid. I also feel like if you have the the gall to be like, yep, Mistra totally put her sign in the air when I was born, and she didn't, she's going to have, have words with you. That's true. So I mean, she, maybe she I might... do believe it. She might have more also, than words with you if, uh, based on the previous stories we talked words about. Words which are verbal components for <laughs> but, spells. But but here's the thing. Is it even your fault if, like, you just grow up and people are like, Mr. Put a sign in the sky. And you're like, word? You know what I mean? That's like, true. Were, yeah. Oh, well, I, I kind of like the idea that Mr. was like, oh, wow, that wizard down there is doing some really cool stuff. You know, I'm going to put a symbol in the sky tonight so that he knows that I'm approving of it. And then someone's like, I just had a kid and was born under the symbol. She's <laughs> like, oh, um, that was, that was actually light. meant for Everybody's see, was meant for under this, this sky. That's, that's what I was thinking. I'm like, he's not the only kid born that night. The same way, <laughs> Neville, the same way Neville Longbottom fulfills 100% of Harry Potter's prophecy, like some other kid who's like... A, you know, like a fishmonger's daughter grows up just believing she's the chosen one, and Mistress is like, oh, oh. <laughs> Best I can do is Warlock Pact. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? She's yeah. like, let me introduce you to my friend. Yeah. Tiamat. This is a great old one. Yeah, right. She's like, what's the worst going to happen? Yeah. I mean, honestly, that is the moment Tiamat would swoop in. You got some, like, jilted, potentially magical child in a city that's been warded specifically against your entrance. That's the one Tiamat would be like, hey. hey. <laughs> I, I just too have see the, crappy family. Yeah. I just see the, the uh, Tiamat as the dark lady in her cloak just going, well, just turn around the corner. Hey, how's mm. it going? <laughs> <laughs> you were talking about being um, a cleric to a dragon queen. Mm-hmm. But I, I did notice that, um, despite it saying that uh, uh, Agron was born under the sign of Mistra, it did actually say that he was a chosen of Mistra, which I thought was interesting. Yeah. Um, so I, I feel like our canon's going real well now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay, that that fits. Yeah. She does tend to uh, choose powerful spellcasters and elevate them. So the guy who mm-hmm. made Waterdeep into what it is. Seems like a good one to pick. It's fair. Or to pick, uh, say you picked after the fact to pretend it was all your job. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, yeah. it could go either way. Um. So in in nine <clears throat> nine forty, he per, he was in the Troll Wars. I don't know what the Troll Wars are, other than they fought trolls. Is there any other deep thing I need to know about that? 
Not gonna lie, that is also what I know about the troll wars. <laughs> <laughs> that basically, That's... yeah, Waterdeep gets attacked by trolls. And we've talked about before Waterdeep getting attacked repeatedly through the years by various forces. There All are the three things. troll wars. I was about to say, that was the second troll war. <laughs> oh! Which, which I feel like the troll wars either are going to end very, very quickly or very, very long. Like the first yeah. one, when they didn't know about acid and fire, you're like, Gak! And they're like, ah! And you're like, <laughs> what? But by, by the second and third one, you're like, oh, it's the trolls again. Acid splash. <laughs> you know? yeah. It does sound like the first troll war is is um, because the trolls are being displaced by, by orcs out of um, uh, the Silver Marches. Um, and then the second one seems to be pure trolls versus humans. And then the third one is when a couple of humans who are pissed off get the trolls and use them against Waterdeep because this mm-hmm. worked before. Also, but then it doesn't work anymore. So they did finally learn their lesson. This all took place within like 30 years. Like the same people would have been very much alive for all of these <laughs> events that you're like a third troll war. Like even the trolls <laughs> you think no- would be like, hang on a second. They're clearly not sharing knowledge. They're just, everybody's hoarding their own understanding. They're not, mm-hmm. they're letting that, that tribal knowledge fail. The, the the first time I ever used trolls in my game uh, was in fourth edition. And we were they were fighting them and then they started healing. And one of my players uh, who had, t- had told me he'd never played any kind of D&D or anything like that before goes, we have to hit him with fire or acid. And I just get, I'm shocked. I'm like, how did you know that? He's like, oh, it was like this game that I used to play, uh, Baldur's Gate. And I was like, <laughs> you played freaking Baldur's Gate as a kid? <laughs> You've 100 percent played D and D. And I was like, you know what? Your character just knows that. It's fantastic. You know, it's every time that comes up, and I'm sure you've heard this in some of our Black Dice Society edits, Trevor, that people be like, this is how we beat that thing. And I'm like, yeah, but does your character know that? i'll I'll let you hey i i will i will be the first to give a a survival or a nature roll you know i'm like let's let the dice decide because the fact that you know you broke that vampire and it turned to dust and is gonna go back to his casket to recuperate is just not something people sit around talking about in the tavern it just isn't you know so (laughs) that's fair that's fair you're like oh can i make the survival roll you roll it and it's like a three and you're like Okay, yeah. guys, I'm gonna use an ice spell. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, like looks like we won. Huzzah. This particular thing did come up in Dungeon Scrawlers, and I did make the roll, and I got to tell an elaborate story about how Cecilia was warned about the trolls in the forests of Rashomon, and mm. uh, it was it was quite entertaining times because I know it because I know it is not. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> Todd, Ken- Todd Kendrick says I feel seen in the in the chat. That's true. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I wasn't I wasn't not talking about you, Todd. Yep. <laughs> um. So yeah, there was a couple troll wars apparently. Troll Wars three. This time it's personal. <laughs> Electric uh, Boogaloo. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Um. But uh, but essentially, it, it seems like he he oh. rose to power by uh, defeating a warlord. Um, what the heck was that dude's name? R- Rindor. Rallor. 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 Yeah, it was a murloc. Yeah. Um, De- uh, do- I would burn Waterdeep to the ground <laughs> if there was a murloc scourge. 
They, it, it, they cannot be. Which, you know, I realized we were talking Cthulhu in Mythos last week. But great old uh, murlocs are still adjacent. The 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 terrible water people. Well, the murlocs are World of Warcraft. Koatoa. We but oh, all yeah. of that, all of huh. that. You know, they're coming out of the water with spears and they want to eat us. Yep. Mm-hmm. Man. Not yeah. a good time. Nope. No. 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 Nope. Um. So I I really did love this. Because uh, I was reading it, it was just like, okay, yeah, he fought the warlord. The warlord was going to kill him, so he, uh, so uh, Agron turned his sword into a snake. And I just kind of stopped and went, as you do. As uh, one does. <laughs> and I will recommend everyone go to the Forgotten Realms wiki, because there is an artistic rendering of this, and it's it's beautiful. And he doesn't it's... just turn the sword into a snake. He turns it into oh, a yeah. venomous snake, which bites the warlord, poisons him, and he dies. Especially, As you do. Especially because the warlord has the Swedish 70s porn stash, too. <laughs> like, <laughs> l- like, he looks like he is about to, like, open for Foreigner. He and... looks like he just got off the set of All in the Family. Like, <laughs> 100%. 100%. Like, he just rolled in on his motorcycle after a long shift at the, sh- a long shift at the shop. And... <laughs> A Waved by to Dennis Hopper. Yeah, and just like holds this sword up, and Garon's like, "What if it was a snake?" Yeah, yeah. Especially because uh, Garon already looks very old in that picture. Although yeah. I think he shouldn't have been. He's like Steve Martin. He's one of those dudes that looked old early, and then <laughs> you know you've got a wizard. There's three, and they're already going gray. Yeah. Yeah. Got a beard going. Exactly. Like you're like 22 with like a belly button length gray beard. Yeah. Although right. I I will note that the wiki comments that he uses potions of longevity to remain mm-hmm. in prime physical form even though he's growing old by human standards. Um so I don't know what's going on with that. Maybe that's just what dudes looked like back in uh when <laughs> either nine, looked either had the 70s stash or you looked like an old man. I mean that if, was if two moods. So he was if, like if, I'm not working that mustache. Well, if you saw that that those images that were floating around of like Tom Brady as a quarterback and that other dude that was a quarterback for the Pittsburgh Steelers in his 40s and looks 75, yeah, I mean it just that's it. Those were your options. You had Gandalf <laughs> And uh, you know, in 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 Leonard Skinner, those were your two cultural paths five hundred years ago in Waterdeep, and those are valid paths. Those are valid paths. I'd like to say. So I just did the math. He's only like forty in that picture. That's what I'm saying. Really? That's what I'm saying. I'm like, I was trying to find out what dr uh, that that happened, but yeah, it was just. Well, the, the that, troll, the third troll war is stopped in 963, and then one. It says in 1007, he builds his tower outside Waterdeep, so oh, he's already yeah. kind of taken power. So it's between, it's in the 14 years between that. So he's about 40. <laughs> he's completely bald, and he has a white beard down to his knees. He has, embraced, I mean, he has a look, and he has embraced Gar- it. Garwar says, "Look, constant stress can age a person." <laughs> yeah, no, he, he's, he's been through some. He's been through. He's been through some things by then. Yeah. Uh, oh, I love that. Yeah. yeah, that that was uh that was an interesting one to learn because when I when I first read that um you know in uh 1007 DR uh, Agaron cr- constructed a wizard tower outside the walls of Water, I didn't know about that. And at first I was like, was that is that the what becomes the Black Staff Tower? But I guess it's something different. It is. Um and I that's one I'm not entirely familiar with 
um, with the location. Yeah. I, I mean, it'd be fair because, like, I, I could see it as being something that's not well known because it's, uh, it's supposed to be his last resting place after he died. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, it was, uh, what, what was the wording for it? Um, L- Lich phylactery. <laughs> oh, uh, the tower was the tower was sealed off with protection magic, and it was believed that his resting place remained undisturbed ever since. Um, but yeah, is no, anything totally, uh, in a world full of, full of adventures really undisturbed? It's true, right? I feel like no. probably any place you go in, you're gonna be like, like there's chip bags on the floor from the last people who came through. <laughs> yep, yep, chip bags and bones. So yeah. wait, are, are you are you putting are you, are you hypothesizing this D and D world so full of adventures that it's just getting so littered with adventures trash like Everest with hikers? I, I mean, so there's I mean, two variants of this, right? There's there's the idea that the world at your table is its own canon, it's its own self-contained thing. In which case, of course not. You're the greatest heroes in this world right now, so you of course are the first ones daring to breach the walls of Agaron's tower. However, if we lump them all together, if we build the multiverse on collapse the multiverse on top of itself of course you have to get a ticket to go in there oh, God, you have that to pay sounds... a reservation and to get through under mountain because you know, it's like disneyland it's just packed and <laughs> you know my favorite i actually played a game that was exactly that by the way you literally had to like book dungeon time um but the, get the fast pass but it. but i uh what I took from that is when you were like, it's like Everest, and I'm like, yeah, it's marked by corpses. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> yeah. You're, you're like, corpses, tur- poop. Yep. Food remains. Yeah. I, people that I have didn't been realize that, like, corpse poop. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like that terrible multiverse version of the Forgotten Realms is just like an old style MMO. Everyone's gathered around the NPC to get the quest. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh, Where it's God. just like it's as far as you can see off into the distance. It's just like everywhere. And then one person trains a monster on the city. Yep. Yep. I um, yeah. correction, it was oh. in ten thirty two, so he was a little older than that. Okay, He's okay. Still kind of leaning into it. <laughs> I will say he's got a fantastic quote though that I really loved. There shall come a time when our city in its deep water bay shall grow in fame and fortune across many realms and many worlds. Folks shall know of Waterdeep, our city of splendors, and sing its praises. I have seen it thus, and I endeavor to make it true. That's mm, that's from nice. 1032. Yep. Garon. The, the the other thing that he's known for, he's the one who came up with this masked lord system. Oh, yeah. that's right. Like, yeah. We talked about it before where Waterdeep is ruled by a council of masked lords who uh, wear these masks and these robes that hide their shape and their, their voice and, and they govern uh, Waterdeep without um, anyone knowing who they are. Yeah. I, I That actually reminds me, there, there was a great uh, sentence in here. Uh, that said, uh, the system by which Waterdeep had been ruled ever since, except for a six-year period immediately following his death. I'm so curious about that that's six-year where we, period. That's where we set the real housewives of Waterdeep. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> oh, my 
god. Oh jeez. Uh, but yeah, like like uh, uh like you're saying, uh, Agron used potions of longevity to remain in his physical prime. Um, but it was interesting because eventually his uh his health failed in 1256, uh, and he died and was buried in his uh tower. Uh, that that is actually kind of. I kind of liked that because, like, most of them was like, he was freaking killed by Hydra or something. This was just like, nah, he just, like, it, he just died one day. Like, so it just happened. Here's the other problem. I know his tomb is not undiscovered because if he just died and some people had to bury him, uh, they super didn't keep it to themselves. They just oh, didn't. No. So, yeah, I right. Think it's, I think people know where it is because it's like a tower, but it's, like, sealed off. Like, they can't open the door. Or they know. have repeatedly. I found so I did find um, in the timeline what's ha what's up with that six years. So basically, Agaron dies, and the mass lords don't know what to do because they don't know who anybody is, and they're like, oh, no! Agaron's the one that runs things, but he didn't set up a successor. So okay, and then people's identities start getting compromised, so they start getting murdered. Right? Oh no! So there's only so it's actually following Agaron's death, the only surviving mass lords were like two people. A woodworker and a wizard. So then the guild. I think take we know over. our suspects. Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. So then Actually, that's, that six year period is called the Guild Wars because the guild, the merchants guilds, like, well, I think we're in charge of this, um, and mm -hmm. it doesn't go very well. I, um, I'm assuming that's where the Open Lord came back into to, to, to vogue. <laughs> um. I actually, uh, so I, I I typed in, I was going to look up Agaron's Tower. I typed in Agaron, and immediately the first option was Agaron's Tower. I'm like, well, that's creepy. Yeah. Um, but it turns out there is actually a fifth edition adventure called The Tower of Agaron, hey. published by Wizards of the Coast uh, in March 2019. I'm going to have to look into this. This no, I, I want to know. Told you, nothing about. ever stays hidden. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it was for D&D &D Adventure League. That makes sense why I haven't heard of it. Okay. Mm. Very cool. Yep, totally. 100% adventure is going in there and messing stuff up as you do. As one does. Yep. Um, so, it, oh, go ahead. I was going to say also, you, you were talking about that, that the problem with having this be a world where you've got to like go book dungeon time and Undermountain and stuff is that creatures breed, they don't spawn. So I think past a certain point, either everything is cleared out and you go down there and quite frankly people would move into it like they'd make a halloween superstore out of undermountain <laughs> everything is dead and we just got this space now or <laughs> it is absolutely impregnable like i mean like the mind flayers and beholders and a in in umber hogs have it locked down <laughs> And to come like around the corner, mind blast rocks fall, <laughs> disintegrate. There's, there's this yeah. um, book called by Diana Wynn Jones called The Dark Lord of Darkholm, which is like there's this other dimension that's like a fantasy world, and this company that's run possibly by a demon um, brings tourists there and walk, like brings them through the quest. And so the inhabitants have to play the roles of the quest. And oh so my in this version of Disneyland Undermountain, this is kind of what I imagine that like they get killed and Holaster's like got like clerics there to like pop them back up for yeah. the next group. Like it's you get a, a free a job free and they don't get paid enough. You get a free, really a, free yeah, a free death. Yeah, a free a free dead. No, I spoke over you. I apologize, but a, a free death ward for every goblin. You know, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I kind of want to write a dungeon now. That's just a theme park for adventurers, but it's still like fully deadly. That sounds so much fun. <laughs> I mean, yeah, they don't care. Is, the is, adventurers die. They keep their money. 
I'm like, yeah. I'm like, is that not every adventure? <laughs> <laughs> no, no, but but like having the the people in the dungeon like as like Disneyland cast members. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> where it's like someone dressed up as a number Hulk. Yeah, it's like never. <laughs> Don't take the helmet off, no matter what. Yeah. Even if you puke in it, don't take the helmet off. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Oh goodness. That would be great. Um. So the second person that we were going to talk about uh, is uh, um, uh, Kelvin. How do How do you say his last name? Aronson. Kelvin Aronson. Aronson. But I have to admit, yeah, I say oh. right. Kelvin. Ar- oh, Aronson. Yeah, Aronson. Yeah. That makes me uncomfortable because um. it sounds like my name. <laughs> no, you're Aaron of a thousand Evans. My name, but yep, hundred percent. Uh, yeah. So this is the first Black Staff. This is mm-hmm. Vajra's predecessor. Um, it's named after he's named after the Black Staff he carries, which has been passed down. Um, but doesn't turn into a snake, though. Think about it. <laughs> I mean, it's not that great of a staff. I mean, <laughs> maybe that's. <laughs> that was like one of his like is one of his regrets. I never got my staff to turn into a snake. <laughs> um, yeah, oh. I, I I actually hadn't ever clicked on the 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 black staff link itself because it, it was uh, a staff that was made by Kelvin. Um, Carry the first one. Selected a new black staff every time he left. Uh, Blackstaff Tower. Wait. He also huh? built Blackstaff Tower, which was originally called Aronson's Tower. But then, you know, he got this nickname. It's yeah. like, you know, everybody calls you The Rock. It's really hard to shake that after a while. But why would you want to? Right? Yeah. Um. So, yeah. It's roughly seven feet long. Good God, that's a big staff. Oh yeah, I guess that does kind of check out. I, I I have this little mini of Vajra. Yeah, no, that's a that's a pretty big staff. It's like the black yeah. halberd. Yeah, right. You cast <laughs> things with it. You can wallop people with it. Oh yeah, that's. You cool. can knock apples out of a tree with it. You could make First the apple the tree grow apples with it. You could make the tree grow apples, and then you use the staff to knock them down. It's perfect. Yeah, you could turn a pear tree into an apple tree and make it actually useful. Uh, <laughs> True. <laughs> <laughs> um but wh- how how what what i'm trying to figure out how to, how to wear this what what is like kelvin's backstory like where did was he from Waterdeep? uh you know i actually that is a good question oh he was born in oh wow he was born, he born in 414 dr yeah. everybody lives forever when they're wizards it's jesus yeah, yeah. Un- until they apparently get old and die for reasons, yep. like I, yeah. I very much would have you crack open the tomb and a Garyon's alive and well and was just tired of being around people. He's playing solitaire. Yeah, uh, like, you're letting in the draft. Flowers <laughs> on the wall that don't bother me at all. Are you the door yeah. dash guy? Yeah, <laughs> the door Because da- you're everybody. about you, to be bang. Yeah, <laughs> you, you, you open up the door. It's like Harlan Williams in a uh, Rocket Man. He's just got sock puppets at this point. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh. So, Calvin's uh, from Mithranor originally. He's a half-elf. He's the first half-elf born to this noble elven family. Oh. Um, so, you know, it's awkward. Um, <laughs> <laughs> well, so, well, real quick, what what is uh, uh, Mithranor? We've talked about, we've mentioned that Part place of me is before. like, no, we need more topics. This might be a topic. 
but uh, I guess yeah. we can just very quick go over. Yeah, um, I get spark notes. City. It's an elven city. It's very old. It's um the it is in this uh Cormanthor. Which well, I'm sorry, it was also called Cormanthor. It is the capital of Cormanthir. Mm-hmm. Um not in, confusing at all. In the forest of Cormanthor. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Anyway, I'm, I'm zooming in the Google Maps. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so it's this elven city. Uh, it has, it well, right now it's ruins. Um, mm-hmm. Basically, its history was it is the capital of this ancient elven empire. It is this pinnacle of civilization. It is this beautiful city. Um, it actually, it is primarily elven, but I believe in its in its ancient history. There's there's um, other people live there. Um, other types of people live there. Um, and then it falls and it becomes a ruin and it's full of demons and fairy, which are half elf, uh, half demon. They're like, they're like elf tieflings, but with demons oh. specifically. Um, th- I think that it falls because, because someone makes a deal with, with demons. This is also something I would research more thoroughly if we were going to do the topic. Cause I don't we, we, we have, we have tiptoed around it like multiple times. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that was why, I, that's why I asked real quick. It's fair. Like, I'm just like, I'm not going to do the best job. So that's fair. Um, the, in, in fourth edition, it has sort of, it was sort of revived. It is a functioning city again. It is no longer ruins. Um, oh, but then in the sundering, we did mention this, uh, <laughs> They sacrifice the city to cra- use the mythal artist or the mythal in it to crush the city of shade and destroy Return Netheril. Oh, yep. so yeah, now yeah. it's ruined again. There's still parts yep. people can live in, but a lot of it is smashed up and full of dark magic and yep, monsters. Yep, mm. yep. Mm. yeah. It like so it's broke everything it. you could want. It broke. It got fixed. Then it got rebroke, but gloriously. Yep. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. Also, um, I was it, it like really took me a minute to like get my head around this that Kelvin was way older than a Garion, but yeah. but died after a Garion, but became a mass lord of Waterdeep. So but was also a chosen of Mistra. So it was almost like I wonder if Mistra was like, play with your little brother. He's gonna <laughs> he's, he's he's done a good thing with the mass lords. He's done a good thing. <laughs> and he's like, Yeah. Go. You know he does kind of have the older brother look to him. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, yeah. but but he but he at least in his third edition artwork he does look very um, stately. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. like like that's that's a that's a portrait I could see hanging on the wall of a haunted mansion. Oh, 100 totally. percent. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. With the uncanny you put that valley, in the background the eyes, of Castlevania game, no one would know. Yeah, the eyes keep looking at you when you're walking by. Yeah, <laughs> except you know, like when you turn and look at him and the eyes quit moving, you turn and look at him, the eyes are still looking at you. <laughs> yeah. So he's also married to Laryl, mm-hmm. yes, um, who is the current open lord of Waterdeep. Which is um, why we talked about him when we talked about Laryl. Couple. Yeah, yeah, we, we yeah we, we we touched on him um, on him briefly there about mm-hmm. uh, about that. Um, but he he is uh, unlike Agron, uh, chosen of Mistra. Mm-hmm. Yep, um, and. Which may explain his uh, long life, but also wizard. <laughs> also wizard. But I mean, also, Laryl... are you gonna die on? Lar- I mean, he did eventually die on Laryl, but yeah, Laryl is well, over. He... Was it? She's over seven hundred years old, but at least she's an elf. So no, she's yeah. human too. No, she's mm-hmm. just, just human. Is she? Yeah. yeah, she's human. I mean, she's also literally the daughter of Mistra. So yeah, this yeah, are squishy you... human. 
Like, True. <laughs> so I was trying to scroll down to be like, okay, how did he die again? And then the first thing I think see is second death. I'm like, oh, that's okay. true. What I he say. dies before, and Mister brings him back. Um, oh. The let me see. When does he <laughs> rise to power and first death? Um, that is very much he... how I want my life story told. For the record, by the way, and to to. to... <laughs> abbreviated into like well the first time he died yeah. d- during the the fourth troll war <laughs> you, yeah you, <laughs> you got you get two tombstones right the second one just says death to this time it's personal <laughs> signature. Again. death to the reckoning there we yeah. go we death to the reckoning. yeah there we go death um, three death three has to be electric boogaloo though yes. <laughs> yes. so he dies fighting the Faerim, which are those magic eating monsters uh with, alongside his father um, they run mm. out of spells. It's a desperate thing, and his father uh, does. Uh, it looks like he 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 hits one magic item with another magic item, which causes an enormous explosion and a crater of glass. That's then, amazing, right? It's an epic way to go out. But then Mistra is like, "No, do over," and now he's the chosen of Mistra. I I really quickly have to come in with this because what was this person's name? Uh, uh, Drakeloth, Drakeoloth. Uh, suggest two dead, two furious. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, that one nearly got me. But no, I I I always love the backup plan of like blowing up a magic item. Like my players when they fought Timo, I was like, okay, if it goes south, we throw the bag of holding in the portable hole. Like we we just we end this. Everyone dies. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Right. I've, I've I've definitely had those moments where you're like no no one's going home yeah yeah mm-hmm. yeah that's uh I I uh wait hang on I'm I'm parsing I'm parsing NDAs right now <laughs> uh, I will just say I was recently a part of a project that had an unthinkable DefCon one option of literally everyone dies. And I was more than prepared to do it, by the way. Where it's like, oh, we've lost this fight. Guess what? Everyone's lost this fight. Boom. <laughs> Boom. Yeah. I do enjoy those. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Um, like everybody roll new characters. <laughs> yep. Um, let's see. What what I know there was a few things I'm forgetting about uh Kelvin that are that are interesting. Cause I mean, again, he's he's freaking Blackstaff. Like he built Blackstaff Tower. Um, no. set up this whole thing. well. Oh, that was the one of the he was originally just called the Lord Mage of Waterdeep, which again and... I feel like a Garyon then is like, uh, <laughs> and, and, and then where's Elminster doing all this? Like, I imagine the three of them just mean girling each other, like, oh, you're the Lord <laughs> Mage of Waterdeep, huh? <laughs> <laughs> Elminster's yeah. like. Of Waterdeep. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, I'm Lord Mage of Mistra, your mom. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh no, he was the first internet troll to be like, I'm gonna go be with your mom, and it was true. <laughs> oh my god. Imagine. <laughs> oh my god, <laughs> And Laryl just has to accept it. She's like, ah. Uh, uh. uh. <laughs> That's, that's mean girls. Yeah. Uh he 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 made a couple of spells though, didn't he? Like he he like that that was the thing. Like he kind of did all the wizard stuff. Yeah. 
Um, built a tower, made some spells, made magic items. Very much lived lived that life. I mean, how long how long did he live for? Good God. Uh, almost 960. Th- al- he was about to say almost a thousand years. Yeah. Although he might not actually be dead is the other thing. Oh, Again, God. are any of them? <laughs> yeah. It's, it's, it's all just a, a Marvel comic thing. It's like, oh, he I died. Just, just, oh, I can't even, wait to see him again. Even his wiki entry has first death and then the second death. Is in yeah. parentheses. I mean, between Mistra and in Laryl, like, I mean, you don't get to just go. That you know, <laughs> like, like, it's nah. just like, hang on, I got another guy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we're, we're calling you back in. We're getting you off the bench. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You come, you're coming out of retirement, like Michael Jordan. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, now. Okay, so you said that that uh, Kelvin preceded Vajra. I thought that there were more no, black staves. No, no, there's a lot to... more black staves. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There, black staves. Black, black, sta- black, black staves. Um, of the, of, of the, the Connecticut first. black staves. <laughs> <laughs> of the Connecticut <laughs> black staves. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Uh, yeah, um, so, but, but. Okay, so how long? It, no, I'm trying to do. Uh, sorry, uh, you literally everyone just saw me do math in my head, and that's mm-hmm. why I looked pained. Um, to look while I'm DMing. Um, so was there a time that like he was alive and wasn't the Black Staff? No. I, well, okay, before when he's younger, before he gets the Black Staff, before he comes to Waterdeep, before he makes a name for himself and gets this nickname of the Black Staff. Um, then yes, but he doesn't. Um, it's when he dies or dies, he (laughs) passes it on to his apprentice, um, who I'm blanking on her name. So let me look it up really quick. Um, yeah, there was a list of people down there at the bottom that all look like they had similar black staves, but not the same. Also, Uh, now I'll have her listed there. Now there's multiple ones too, unfortunately. Like it's a black staff, not even the black staff. Yeah. 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 Because, um, oh, okay. So, so there were multiple, uh, Lord Mages of Waterdeep, but he was the one that took on the name Blackstaff and Vajra yes. kept it up. Okay. It's all making sense now. I got it. So, yeah. The, it. the Lord Mage of Waterdeep title basically becomes, um, the Blackstaff as a title. Okay. Um, so the, uh, different there we go okay sara sara is his uh apprentice and she's his uh successor she also wears an illusion so she looks like him to start with because she did not want to mess with people um getting getting any ideas about like oh well if calvin's gone um (laughs) then we've got uh kiriani agravar who is um she is a Lord of Waterdeep as well. She is a uh, half drow. Um, she is available in l- the board game Lords of Waterdeep. <laughs> I was like, oh, I didn't Such realize she became Black Snap later. It is, it is um, a great game. Then his son, uh, Krellen, which I'm, I'm probably... M- Krillin? Krillin's right. here? No, no he, wonder he dies. The <laughs> strongest man in the world, to tell you that, sadly enough. <laughs> he, he's our best and brightest. You've Freaking a, Krillin. Ashamon, then Samark, um, and then Samark passes it to Vajra. Okay, okay, wait a second. Here's also two things. One, sorry mm-hmm. that I've I've talked all over you today, Aaron. I apologize. Yeah, it's okay. Second, we're all it, just excited. 
It's true. We're very passionate about our black staves. Uh, but everything went wrong after Garyon died. But like Kelvin would have been there, you know. But I guess if still if he was the only one that knew who all the lords were, I guess that is that is that does ex- ex- that does express the problem well, with the mass lord open lord system. Yeah. So okay. So Agaron dies in twelve. What did we say? Twelve sixty-three. Yeah, something like something that. like that. It was uh, he died in twelve fifty-six. See the fortunate thing about having a. Um... So oh wait, no, no. Kel- interesting. Kel- Kelvin died in uh, thirteen seventy-four. Oh, Kelvin thirteen seventy-four. Garyon. Oh, no, no, Ag- no, no, was... Agaron. Agaron. Oh, Agaron. Goes bananas. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, there you go. So this nope. does say in thirteen eleven DR Kelvin secretly returned to Waterdeep. Um, oh. But so- the previous thing that it says is that he arrived in Waterdeep and built Blackstaff Tower. Hmm. And then so then at some point in there he leaves. Yeah. Um, hmm. He does spend some time in uh, Candlekeep, posing hmm. as a cloistered monk. He does as- have a first wife. Who dies and then he's real sad about it, so he goes and mourns away from the public eye, um, and and yeah, something happens in there, so he's not there when everything goes bad. Mm-hmm. Maybe this is why he becomes very dedicated uh, afterwards and s- stays around living forever. He's like, uh, I left for fifteen minutes, and by fifteen <laughs> minutes, I mean roughly twenty-five years, and everything went wrong. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, I did look it up because I was curious about this. He also uh, founded Force Gray, because ah. uh, I knew that they uh, that Force Gray or the Greyhands worked for Waterdeep, and you know, uh, recently that I know of, answer to the Blackstaff. But that's because the Blackstaff full on made that group. You know, I believe so, we ta- we talked about this when we were talking about the groups. This was like it's funny because yeah. Kelvin has been in the background like his portrait of so many of these stories. <laughs> and now, yeah. I was gonna yep. say there's one other group he founded that's worth um, calling out. They're uh, they're less important these days, but they were a pretty big piece in the or like second third edition times, I guess. Um, so Kelvin was one of the Harpers for a long time. Oh, um, but he uh, got kicked out. Because he made a deal with the Jintarum. Um and mm. so he's like, "Fine, I'm going to start my own <laughs> secret rivals. society." No. Uh, and so, so he so founded secret. the Moon Stars. You won't even know about it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. Um, well, we we're getting towards the end of our show. Uh, it's time we're going to check in with chat here in a little bit. But uh, any last thoughts or things you want to talk about with Agron or Kelvin? Do Google them both. The artwork alone is worth it. 100% agree. 100% agree. I'm definitely going to look at the Agaron's Tower thing and see how extremely disrespectful these adventurers are going to be to this man's tomb. <laughs> extremely. Extremely. All right, let's see what chat has going on. Uh, oh, God. Literally the first one. Ryan Hayden comes in. I need an update. What about that AP of a Real Housewives of Water team? We'll see. We'll see. We'll, we'll, we'll leave it at that. We'll see. Uh, we got we to have some surprises. I love Vito's face. <laughs> I told y'all that would be a thing. That's all I'm saying. Uh, okay. Uh, 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 Prog Metal uh, Gene says, what is the correct pronunciation of Agaron? I say Agaron, obviously. Well, let's see. Let's see. It, is, it is phonetic in the wiki. Agaron. Yeah. 
Yeah. So I'm pronouncing it wrong. Like yeah. I pronounced tiefling wrong for most of my D&D career, but I'm just going to keep did, saying it. Did like you call them now. tieflings? Maybe. What? Wow. Maybe. Mm, I mean, zone of safety. Zone of safety. We've zone all, of safety. We've all done things we're not proud of. Yeah. We yeah. won't even accept you. <laughs> yeah. I may have friends that uh, uh, refuse to still pronounce it the correct way. <laughs> Again, um, past a certain point, I am into blood so far come that to turn back would be as difficult as to continue over. Yes, Macbeth taught me that. Yes, yes, yeah. Uh, so, so uh, what is it? Is it at Gayer on A H space capital G A I R dash A W N a Gayeron. A Garon, okay. Mm -hmm. Also, me, community management-wise, trying to spell this man's name all last week, and I know s there's two places I misspelled it, and I've just left it that way. And, uh, and, <laughs> and then it's Kelvin Aronson, although yes. that's that's a little easier, I think. I feel like, I, Trevor, knowing that your name is spelled a, a little different, that you're kind of like, listen, a Garon, suck it up. <laughs> yep. Yes, I've been through it, so shall you. It's true. Yeah. Um, it's good for your character. Uh, Danimal Roar says D&D is uh, more of a multiverse than Marvel. <laughs> yeah, sort of. Yeah. I mean, uh, I, I definitely treat it that way. <laughs> Every game I've ever participated in, I have as being in a multiverse. So, mm -hmm. uh, yeah, I mean, it kind of is, you know, mm -hmm. like, like you're, you're this is no one's first rodeo. Um um let's see uh let's uh stabigail the kobold still, hey. fantastic name. <laughs> still a fantastic name. name um and that's how we got the cult of a drag of the dragon again <laughs> everybody stop being mean to tiamat that's just good life advice then you, then it is be the cult of the dragon it would just be the church of the dragon it's true <laughs> true <laughs> Hey, uh, is this the cult? No, we just really love Tiamat a lot. Yeah, this is the cult. Uh, I feel like every time she shows up and there's a cult of the dragon and they're like, we're the church of the dragon now and their temple's not as big or nice as the temple of Bob much, she destroys it. She's like, no, this sucks. Blah. Be better. <laughs> Do it like that. And then they have to start over again. I buy it. No. I really like this. Uh, Agent Anul says, maybe stop pissing off the trolls. <laughs> the trolls can get it. The you notice they couldn't learn. You notice there wasn't a fourth troll war, though, right? <laughs> and there's still a water deep. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> uh, God. I just imagine the, the, like, the scene from Liar Liar. They're like, Agaron, we, the, the trolls keep attacking us. And he's just like, stop pissing off the trolls. <laughs> <laughs> Now they, they're going to start showing up with more arms. That's when things uh, get out of hand. Oh, Ryan Hayden actually says there were four troll wars, but the last one uh, was just faint attacks. Uh, <laughs> they were just trolling. Well done, Ryan oh, Hayden. Well done. Oh, oh. <laughs> uh, good stuff. Good stuff. Um, let's see. Um... Uh, Gar, oh, this is a very similar one, but more obvious. Garwar says, uh, there's, uh, there's still an ongoing troll war in the city's Discord channel. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I feel like everything under that, the yawning portal, is the city's Discord channel. <laughs> that sounds about right. 
Yeah. This is also a very good one. Agent Anol comes back and says, "Oh no, sorry. This is uh, Catch Twenty Three." Uh, says, "Well, actually, the first Troll War trilogy was just episodes four through six. <laughs> <laughs> you have wounded me and pleased me simultaneously. I don't know. Yeah. I can't. Yeah. I, can't, I can't parse these feelings. That's true. Um." Oh, uh, <laughs> uh, let's see. This is, uh, oh, this is the person's name who I had trouble with. I'm sorry, uh, Drycloth? I'm going to go with that. Uh, I literally ran a campaign where the players were not the heroes. Uh, they were the maintenance crew preparing the dungeons for the next adventuring party. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I enjoy that a lot. That's silly, Paul. <laughs> I actually, uh, the, there was a, um, um, Oh, oh, you got some. I was gonna say Marvel Comics has damage control, which is just that. That's, That's what the right. stories are about, where they come and fix everything after the superhero battles. Nice. Yeah. Um, there, when they did Tomb of Annihilation for the the uh, PAX games with Penny Arcade, I loved it because uh, Chris Perkins, instead of having them do the Tomb of Annihilation, had them go behind all of the traps and everything. And so they were like seeing the other side of it, and I and I totally stole that from my campaign because I had to rush the ending of it. I'm like, you know, what? I'm doing the the backstage ride uh, mechanical version of this. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it was really good. Uh, let's see, uh, uh, J Mike unyielding. Uh, so the snake thing wasn't a natural property of the staff, but uh, you know, Vajra casts it every now and then. <laughs> it's just like, and snake staff. <laughs> I got it. Um, uh, Mr. Blonde 42, is there something wrong with the pears in the Forgotten Realms? No, I just don't like pears. <laughs> it was just purely a joke for me and me alone. <laughs> I mean, as Bill Burr refers to it, the most pretentious fruit. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, Ryan Hayden it says, question, uh, uh, to last week's topic. So Alabaster Booty Clap is dead. That's totally canon now. Time for his, uh, memoirs. Uh, if, uh, if you each had to contribute a sentence about him and his life, what would it be? He died as he lived. <laughs> um... This is a family show, so he messed around and found out. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Alcohol and summoning scrolls don't mix. No. Um, Cassius335 says, question, what's the weakest common speaking creature in D&D, &D, and how many of them can you fight in one dungeon? How I mean, let's see, a fireball's 10 by 10, so you could you could pack a lot of pixies in 10 by 10. This <laughs> is true. That is this, true. It's the pixie apocalypse where they're all the around their, their sacred thorn bush or whatever that they believe is impenetrable. It's just, ooh, pow. <laughs> the <Yeah>. pixocalypse. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> oh, my God. Pixelips. Pixelips. It seems like a makeup brand. For, it but, does. For, but, 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 it for, does. but for gamers. <laughs> uh, Catch 23 says Agron in his undisturbed tomb. You open the door and he goes, Finally, I've been locked in here for like a year. Why didn't anyone try to get this door open for like a whole year? Didn't you wonder where I was? <laughs> We're like, Also, it's been like 200 years. And no. <laughs> 
I, him. I, I have no explanation for this one. I just enjoyed it a lot. Cassius three three five says death four. Why didn't I never learn chess? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> true. Yep. At what point do you just give up and become a lich? You know that you're all like one way or another. This is the last death. Dang it. Yeah, maybe yeah. that's what a Garon, uh, Garon's been doing in that tower all this time. Like you crack it open and it's like boom, lich. <laughs> I had some time on my hands. Oh, I really like this. Uh, uh, Rex uh, Rex Verge says so. Krillin marries a Warforge. Hundred percent. Hundred percent. A thousand percent. Yes. <laughs> Android eighteen. Hundred percent of Warforged. It's, it's Dragon to... Dragon Ball Z jokes, and yes, oh, yeah. I need to make that character now. Warforged monk. Oh, that would be a great character. It's like I I would make Vegeta, but he, you know, there's not enough spell slots available. <laughs> you know? oh, oh, uh. yeah. oh, uh. I love Vegeta. So much. I love that pathetic um, clown. I love Vegeta so much. <laughs> yeah. That pathetic clown Kakarot. That's it. That's all That's I have to true. say. It's yeah. true. Um, let's see. <laughs> okay, this one just made me chuckle, so I'll read it. Uh, Alias Buck says, uh, so is there like, uh, is this like the Power Rangers? There's a red staff, purple staff, <laughs> green staff. <laughs> which, which staff has the heart? They were. You know? Which <laughs> one has the heart? <laughs> they summon Captain Black, Captain, not even Captain Blackstaff, Captain Pliz, Prismatic. Captain Faerun. Yeah. Prismatic Staff, I like Cap it. Captain Prismatic Staff, boom. Oh, Dang, that's pretty heart. cool. I actually kind of really like that. They all mock heart endlessly. <laughs> uh, all right. I think that is uh, going to wrap up uh, today's show. Uh, Aaron, B. Dave, where can people find you and what awesome things are you working on? Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Aaron M. Evans. You can catch me on our podcast, writing about dragons and shit, uh, talking about writing and fantasy with these guys. Um, and you can watch me uh, at 6.30 p.m. Pacific uh, today on twitch.tv slash Dungeon Scrollers. That's Wednesday for people who are listening on the on the audio. Mm, uh, tonight we are starting our new story arc, our new book uh, where we are facing off against a terrifying chronomancer who has apparently been up in our business mucking with the timeline. Uh, and she uh, maybe murdered, maybe kidnapped my character's NPC boyfriend. So Oh! Now it's and she got in my banishment dimension somehow, which I'm really pissed about. <laughs> so that'll be interesting. So come check us out. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, the problem's not getting into the banishment dimension plenty of people you want to get into the banishment dimension the problem is that she figures a way out of the banishment dimension See, but i i put sarshan in there so she couldn't take him and then she got in there and that's the problem and then yeah wait, she got out wait you banish your boyfriend to keep him safe but he, he was bleeding so just like banish him and then yeah no listen it was i it was a, it was a whole moment. thing it was a whole thing <laughs> we may have house ruled the banishment spell just a little bit all right i just just hope I did story things and got excited. I just hope things. I just hope there's you know oxygen in the banishment dimension because there's not any in a bag of holding. It's not a bag of holding. Yeah. Even if you do it, rules is written. You're just um, incapacitated somewhere else. Yeah, and you come yeah. back in an ice cave in a minute. But you're supposed mm -hmm. to come back in like a minute, unless he's yep. not from this plane, and then he goes back yep. to his home plane. Yep. Well, I hope it works Who are out. You? Yeah. <laughs> well, what things do you have going on, B. Dave? You know, uh, B. Dave Walters, uh, super down to be sent to Aaron's banishment cave. 
Follow me on the Twittergrams at B. Dave Walters. I do stuff all over the place, but that's it. Yeah. What's going on Thursday? But to say, if I just vanish, I'm in check Aaron's banishment cave. <laughs> yeah. I'm not in the wizard tower. I'm in the banishment cave. Yeah. Uh, oh Thursdays, 4 p.m. Pacific, get uh, D&D, Twitch, and YouTube for the Black Dice Society. Tuesdays, Heroes of the Plains on Demiplane Twitch. Sundays, Gex Pack on GaryCon Twitch. I'm leaving something out. Um, I will just say that the Black Dice Society has the hunkiest uh, podcast producer ever. Who could he be? It's a Trevor. <laughs> uh, you can find me on the Difficulty Class podcast every Friday, as well as on my Twitter, uh, at the Trevor. There's an A hiding in there. And I did totally remember to actually post this week's episode for writing about dragons and shit. So there's a new one right now. Uh, also, this Sunday, uh, I will be uh, doing a fundraising stream with Lee Goldberg of uh, oh, Girl Champions fame. <laughs> Uh, and uh, we're he's gonna be doing we're gonna be doing a fundraiser to help raise money to uh, support him in his big move that he's got going on, uh, and that will be happening on my uh, personal Twitch channel, Twitch.tv/slash/the Trevor. There is an A hiding in there again. Uh, thank you to Jay for moderating the chat as always, and thank you to Codename Entertainment for letting us have some fun talk about D and D. If you missed any part of the show, you can catch it later in its podcast form at two p.m. Uh, and if you have any suggestions for future topics related to Idol Champions that you'd want to hear us talk about, send those in to Champions of Lore at CodenameEntertainment.com. Uh, let's see. Today we have Mars's Guiding Hand happening at 1 p.m. And then the sketching hour at 3 p.m. So we got plenty of fun shows for you to stick around for. I hope you come and join because they're just so good. Get some tea with, with Mars and see whatever wild thing they're going to draw on sketching hour. Last week was uh, Grumpy Giant Bunny Spiders. They were and so cute. <laughs> And scary. I was so conflicted. I, w I it was adorable, but I also have massive arachnophobia. No. <laughs> so I was I was divided. Uh, but that is going to do it for this week's episode. So until next week, champions out. <laughs>